Have you ever had a stalker, Polly? No, I don't think I'm quite interesting enough for a stalker. I also, I think I don't give enough. You have to like give a little bit to have a stalker. Mm. I don't put enough of myself out there. Like say a hot Wednesday Adams picture surrounded by uh, your maybe, taxidermy to maybe animals. Maybe I have a stalker. Do you know how many people jerked off to that picture on the internet? I'll tell you, 12. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a seven, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe even more. Who knows? Well, uh, it's a good picture. It's with uh, the the taxidermy is what really makes it jerkable. I think uh, uh, probably a lot of hunters were jerking off to it. Well, I was thinking deer. That's an eight point buck right there. (laughs) From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A Long Island man raped his ex girlfriend and killed her dog right in front of her. Twenty. Well, you know, hey, no anybody who does that can't be all bad. Right. News or Mandy Stadmiller joining me. Also, Polly Mosens. Is that right? Yeah. I'm always afraid I'm going to get the name wrong. From Newsweek. How are you, Polly? All right. News or how are you? I'm good. Yeah, we, we're new on Kumia. Everybody check it out, anthonykumia.com. And that's the big news. Um, we also have this story. 27-year-old Justin Suarez of Hampton Bays arraigned in Riverhead on the 34-account indictment, arrested in the Poconos by the U.S. Marshall Regional Fugitive Tax Force Task Force. I feel like I've mentioned a lot of places in this already. I don't want to confuse people. I guess he lives in Long Island, and he murdered his uh, ex-girlfriend, one of his ex-girlfriends. Right, well, no, he didn't murder, he raped her, but he murdered her dog. I think that's worse. People, when they hear this, like, oh, well, that's the, really the bad part, is the, is the dog murdering part. 34 indictments, that's, that's a lot. There was a drug deal that was busted, or a gambling deal that was busted this week, and 17 people were arrested, and there were only 120 indictments. So he, like, really did some shit. If he has one quarter as many, and it's only one guy, uh-huh. yeah, that's dark. Well, and you can tell from his picture. Did you notice his photo? Oh, yeah. He, a- he looks really dog murdery. <laughs> Real ex-girlfriend rapey. <laughs> More dog murdery was the vibe I had. <laughs> 32 additional counts, uh, Arani. I don't know what this is. <laughs> how, how many messages do you think he would get on, like, Match or OkCupid if it just, his headline was just dog murdery? <laughs> <laughs> there are some people that have got to be into that. I, w- I would guess, again, with your number 12, he's going to get 12 messages. <laughs> he's probably got a lot of taxidermy in his house. <laughs> No, he shot the dog. You can't just like you gotta do it a clean kill. That's if you want taxidermy, it's a clean kill. You can't just shoot it. That's uh, Polly Mosen's taxidermy <laughs> expert. You, how many uh, animals do you have taxidermied? Oh, well, I've got the three big ones. There's the deer, the impala, and the bear. And then I have uh, Washington crossing the Delaware, but it's a squirrel and a mouse. Uh, I've got an elk leg, an alligator claw. I don't know if you count those because it's not the full animal. I have a frog with googly eyes. That's my favorite one. Uh, you shake it and the eyes move. It's kind of weird. It's all kind of weird, but that one's really weird. I've got an otter snow globe. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's, you say, you kind of glossed over it, crossing the Delaware. Yeah, you know that painting of Washington crossing the Delaware? Sure. Yeah, I have that being reenacted by a mouse and a squirrel. So the squirrel is rowing and the mouse is, you know, on the front of the ship. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to the future. Now, aren't there a bunch of animals? Uh, shouldn't yeah, there be? Yeah, I, I just have the two though. You get the symbolism if you look at it. You kind you understand the message. And they're in a real boat. A little boat, a little, little wooden boat. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is only like maybe eight inches high and fourteen inches long. Now, there's so many paintings that you could have reenacted. Why that one? Well, I I found it at uh, the Mormon Anatomy Museum in Brooklyn, and I was just like, I must have this in my house. So I did not make it. 
but I figured that was a pretty good one to have. It wasn't your own personal work, I see. It was not. It was not. You must be a fan. And now, who's the artist? Is it listed or um, is it the kind of thing that really? There are no great taxidermist artists, are there? I there mean, are. Like, There's some like really famous ones. They get into Instagram feuds that I'm only seriously. I read. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I'm talking like Rodan famous though, <laughs> you know, like the real Damien Hurst. Damien Hurst. Yeah, he put all those animals in formaldehyde, preserved them. That's a form of taxidermy. Wait, who the hell is Damien Hurst? He's like a musician or something. He's a he's an artist. He put all those sharks in formaldehyde, and then they went into a bunch of museums, like the Whitney and the Guggenheim. He's basically like a playground for rich people. He makes paintings of only polka dots, like in perfect formations, geometric formations. What else did he do? He made those giant diamond skulls, a three million dollar skull encrusted in diamonds. Mm-hmm. He's the only famous taxidermist, and I'm the only person who has heard of him in this room you know, uh, we're getting married and uh, we're actually registered at Damien Hurst <laughs> so if you wanted to get us some sharks in formaldehyde was, you know I'm just saying like don't be shy an octopus in formaldehyde I could see that that's a nice decoration it's especially a- in my tiny apartment Can you imagine just in the middle of it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah this is great <laughs> uh, how do it's we plug statement. the tv in now does it is so that's taxidermy huh yeah. To have something just throw it in formaldehyde. Well, I think it's a form of taxidermy. It's a form of animal preservation for decoration. Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess you could count that. That's sort of like, you know, uh, the difference between, I don't know, painting and like uh, finger painting maybe or something, you know, <laughs> like uh, or like painting a house and just to throw something in some liquid. You're not forming it or anything, right? That's true. But you still got to like preserve it. And you don't sure have to it skin it, right? Nice don't you have to skin something and take all the insides out and shit? And yeah, but it, I don't know. It's it's still sounds it, fairly me, involved. It's kind of creepier. Like stuff in jars is too weird for my house. That's my line. Oh, OK. Yeah. Anything in jars. Yeah, you know, you see like like reptiles and stuff in jars or like fetuses in jars. That's too weird. <laughs> what about like um, a guy who was a really evil um, serial killer-er and uh, raper-er and uh, his dick was severed by a hero woman who took him down and that was in a jar. Would you want that polymosense? I would take it, but then I would donate it to the Penis Museum, which I believe is in Norway or Sweden or somewhere else in Europe that would have a penis museum. Yeah, serial killer penis, right? Like the brains, (laughs) they have different brains. Yeah, well, there's there was a whole thing of how they they had all these different penises in the museum. I think this came like a year or two ago. And all of these men kept wanting to donate their own penis to the museum. And the curator of the museum, who was like a respected, you know, person in the art community, was like, I can't, I can't take your penis. This isn't how this works. So if oh, I... Oh, wait, they wanted to post-death. When I die, right, you can right, use my right. penis. Yeah, right. like oh, in okay. their will. So if I happen to come across such a penis, I feel like I would bestow it to the museum as a, as a gift to their collection. The museum has burned down, is never going to be restored. <laughs> would you have that in your house, Polly Mosens? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think I'd have it like in a prominent place of display, but it's going in my house with a very long plaque describing where it came from a and how I came to have plaque. it. I did not cut this penis off. You you may be wondering, how did I get this penis? Some guy you bring back to your place now. Yeah. If I came back and there was like a fetus, you know, in a jar, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm, you know, that's cool. I guess. I don't know what doesn't really matter too much. I think it'd be worse if it was an actual taxidermied baby, though. That would be worse. I guess that's illegal to do that with a fetus, right? Or there must be just, a line, like because there's a from, there, it, it, with there's a scientific kind of a connotation with formaldehyde, but with taxidermy, it's just 
fine. Yeah. Yeah, there is a whole... You can't actually technically taxidermy a baby. Not that I've looked into it. I, you just can't taxidermy any wow. kind of human. But a fetus in formaldehyde is okay. I don't know if it's okay, but I feel like it's probably a lot harder for people to find out that you're doing it. Because you just get <laughs> some formaldehyde in a jar and okay. put the fetus in I was going to say, maybe... See, that's the proof that there's some difference between the two. I'm still Wait, trying was, to prove. Was Lennon taxidermied? I don't know. John Lennon? Oh, Lenin, the Russia, leader Lenin. of Russia. Oh, right. Because his head is in a big... Uh, you don't know that? I don't. I feel That's like I should. That's the one thing you don't know. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I, I need to look up that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. So far, that's the only thing you haven't known ever. <laughs> D.A. Thomas Spoda said he told her that if she told anyone, he would kill her too. This is when he shot her dog. Uh, he's charged with stalking the woman. This is uh, Justin Suarez of Long Island and threatening her with a sledgehammer before fatally squeezing the trigger and uh, he said he would kill her too uh, he recovered the remains of the animal and two bullets uh, the da did and for that crime the defendant is charged with a felony count of aggravated cruelty to animals how much worse is it if you rape somebody and kills their dog right in front of them you know like say if say if raping somebody on a one to ten is a five how much closer to ten does that take it eight to eight really? yeah because you can never have a dog again like and then having a dog is awesome it's a great enjoyable you can't even like you can't really have a best friend that has a dog you're mm. you're messed up yeah but the vagina has a lot of elasticity it snaps back <laughs> into place it's not ruined saying, forever you're dealing with two kinds of psychological torture there instead of just one kind of psychological torture that's two psychologicals one physical yeah okay well, he pled not guilty to all charges but his face pleads I did it. <laughs> you can see his picture upcoming on the show. I will have this one, Kumi, I think. That's a really nasty photo. You saw the guy, right? Boy, what a creep. Um, I didn't, but I can't wait to see him. He looks like he's in formaldehyde. He does, really? <laughs> he certainly does. He looks dead and stuffed. He certainly does. I'd like to go on record saying that I think rape is a 10. Yeah, I would agree. But we're going on Pat's weird the male no, scale. No, yeah. the I man agree too. Scale. I agree too. I'm just going by the scale, they, the, by the thing they had in the paper. <laughs> the special in Queens tonight, Lady Flambe, a la tragedy. As a Guatemalan waitress found dead in a tub, burns covering her body, her boyfriend wanted for questioning. Police responding to a 911 call about an assault. And they discovered the body of 28-year-old Miriam Velez Samoa, doused in fuel lying in the tub that she and her boyfriend shared. They didn't share the tub, they shared the apartment with several other immigrants. Oh, a lot of immigrants in a house. Does that, is that a recipe for disaster? News or Mandy Stat Miller? No, it's a recipe for success. Polly? I'm an immigrant in your house, what's up? Well, you're visiting and there's not several <laughs> of you. Cops found a gas container. I might have container. brought very small friends. You don't know. You didn't, you didn't answer the question, though. Recipe for success? Are you Absolute okay? success. We're okay. Doused in fuel, <laughs> lying in the tub she and her boyfriend shared with several other immigrants. Uh, now, the cops found a gas canister in the bedroom. That means guilty, right? I mean, who else could have done this? It must be the boyfriend, Carlos Leon, a.k.a. Carlos Alvarado. The couple met just a few months ago on Facebook. Strike two. Uh, I mean, meeting on Facebook, that's a... Uh, she, he's definitely guilty, right? Meeting on Facebook, I didn't know people still... That sounds like meeting on MySpace to me. Like, that's how outdated that concept seems. Well, and also, I think, didn't they just add a new option for the relationship status? Um, it's complicated. 
about to set her on fire in a bathtub. <laughs> yeah, they did do that. So that must be why they met that way. That's what I'm thinking. She just quit her job. Her boss said they were headed to see her sick mother in San Marcos. But now it's doubtful whether that will occur. A transit cops pulled a man off an A-train at Columbus Circle for having his feet on a subway seat. When they ran his name, they discovered 43-year-old Gregory White was sought for questioning in a murder. Well, that was lucky, wasn't it? Uh, White was arrested and later confessed to the January murder of 58-year-old grandmother Victoria Hammond, his much older girlfriend. The East New York Brooklyn man charged with second-degree murder now after confessing at the 60th precinct in Coney Island. Well, what would have happened if the cops would have just not hassled Mr. White? Polymosens. You should hassle all people that put their feet up on seats in subways. They are bad people. <laughs> I totally agree. That's That should be the rule. And uh, this also goes for anyone spreading their legs. It's not just man spreading. That's a lady problem, too. Human oh, spreading. Nice Yo. to hear. Awkward. Yeah. Well, we're, not, we're not on train. So I'm not getting to work here. But Spread that's, that's my feeling. Now, every time I see someone doing that, I'm be like, you're probably wanted for murder. Probably, <laughs> definitely wanted mm-hmm, for murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. What about you, Mandy? You, you, uh, should they have just left this guy alone and let, let his conscience get the better of him eventually? Uh, no, I think everyone who does that should be, I guess, executed is too strong of a word. <laughs> but um, Well, considering it's not even a crime, it's a disorderly conduct offense under Section uh, 1050.7, subsection J of the public authorities law. Damn. But police argue that broken windows policing is effective in dissuading larger crimes and catching bigger fish. I guess the criminals read about this happening and they go, damn, you got to watch your step. You got to act right on the subway. You better not jump the turnstile. But it's mm-hmm. not illegal or it's not, um, you can't get arrested now for public urination. Is that correct? I think that is correct. I, but I think you can still get fined, right? Like, well, like, probably if you had your seat up and you were taking a piss, or you know, your feet up, I said seat up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you're doing both at once, you got it. You have to get fined like an uncomfortable sum of money, like something where it's just too much that you're mad, like hundred seventy-five dollars, where you're like, oh, I wonder. I wonder how many small minor infractions you could incur at one time, like your feet up, you're urinating, smoking you're, a joint. <laughs> yeah, smoking a joint. That's you all I can think well, harass. You can be yelling at someone, harassing someone. So it's verbal harassment. That can be some disturbing the peace. You could probably make it into the Guinness Book of World, world <laughs> Records. Somehow. Yeah, cops will be hands off. You know, no more of that. They're they're trying to leave people alone. Trying to like have a better relationship with the community. And uh, but then again, cops are gonna. Uh, I think they're gonna punish these things. So uh, here we are with this guy. Who the cops give little credence to his story as well. They say that uh, it's very doubtful that she. Tried to stab him, he said, self-defense. This says police are giving little credence to his claim that she had lunged at him while naked with a knife. Uh, yeah, he pulled it from her grip and stabbed her in self-defense 12 times. It's a story. <laughs> Just trying to protect himself. Where was she keeping the knife? That doesn't check out immediately based on nudity. That's, yeah, that was my main problem with his alibi. I think anytime over 11... <laughs> it's not self-defense. Yeah. Too many stabs. Yeah, he he just pushed it. He got mm-hmm. a little cocky. A man charged with arson went on the lam for a year after threatening a tenant for past due rent. That's right, an arsonist slash, uh, we call him landlord, uh, after setting fire outside the man's apartment. A 57-year-old Yehuda uh, Herskovic sent tenant Moses Greenfeld a series of texts threatening him with fire if he didn't pay rent. Here's a text. 
by four, you will not be able to live. And then he uh, added, it says, I guess it probably, you know, like broke off. And then you will not be able to live in apartment. <laughs> Don't many any mistake. And then, you know, the little thing showing it's a, the mistake was included in the SIC. What does that stand for? Sick. Sick. Basically means that the person that we're quoting is stupid and we, the journalist, don't want to come off stupid. So we're going to make it abundantly clear this is not our bad. The the, the, the best thing, though, is just to do it um, just all over the place. Oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong. Based just on... Just to show <laughs> what an idiot the person is. Just... It's like air quotes. Yeah, you really only need one in a sentence, but in that particular quote, I think it was the post, they put like eight or nine in yeah, there. And I was like, yeah, good. this reporter had some feelings about that guy. <laughs> don't... You, you can also do it really like you know the attractive female sick you know oh really <laughs> no, <laughs> well, yeah, it's inventing funny. new ways <laughs> okay so when i point you say sick okay all right in, in, in apartment don't many sick any mistake i am sick serious sick two minutes is up i am almost there sick. i am here i have put on fire <laughs> i have to say polly sounds like a uh 16 year old surfer boy yeah it's startling that someone so stupid knows how to text you know could we make that many mistakes he's texting him this That's true. he's that dumb everything is a mistake he's a he's an arsonist he's charged with second degree arson a felony punishable by up to 25 years in prison setting fire to cardboard outside greenfeld's second floor apartment small blaze scorched the doorway and singed a doormat but no one was injured yeah, greenfeld was home at the time when he uh, when he started the inferno it's referred to as an inferno a news word mandy stammiller like my uh, word conflagration that i pulled out the other day when we were doing a uh, what was it a what was it a periscope mm-hmm. you do periscope i don't it's remember, a great i don't put my face on the internet well, you but could you point it at other things. I know it's it's new though. I to get me to Periscope, that's like a whole new level. I have I to periscoped reach. with you on my podcast. Who is your Periscope? That's that's your folks. I don't. I also don't have anyone. I think that would watch me. I think it would be like four people, and no, two no, of them no, would no. be it related would be that to me. Dude who liked your creepy picture. That's true. It would be uh, all his friends. Yeah, in a room. It would be Damien. You know, oh, and then definitely my mom. A bunch of deers, you know, <laughs> to plot my demise. They, yeah. they gave him $3,000 bail for this. And it seems as if that's low. That's really low. For having a, being a second degree arsonist on the run for a year already. And then you come in and surrender. They're like, okay, 3000 yeah, that's real. That's way too low. It should be. I would guess it should be like 40, 50 grand. That would mm-hmm. be my bail guess. Yeah. You know, I know someone who's in uh, prison for arson who I went to college with, and uh, he's written me a letter if you'd ever want to interview him. Yeah. Why why did he write you a letter? What did it say? He saw me on Inside Amy Schumer. Oh. Yeah. They have that in prison? But he tried to kill himself with arson, but then it set the whole building on fire. Oh. So don't try and kill yourself with arson is what I'm saying. Yeah, it seems like a bad way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that seems... Uh, actually very unlikely. Yeah. I was trying to kill myself. Right. And I changed my mind. Yeah. And like a really painful way to die. I don't know. They're, that's that's not a fishy. thought out plan. It's fishy. <laughs> I'm, wait, but they have inside Amy Schumer in prison? <laughs> I know. That really is the headline, isn't Sorry, it? <laughs> that, was, that was a buried lead right there. <laughs> that's, yeah. All right. Yeah. I think the, I think I think the real thing is you were on inside Amy Schumer. That's the, <laughs> that's, the, oh, that's the real point now. of the story is uh, by no, dropping no, no, that no, credit. No, no, no. Uh-uh. 
That's not the point. You sure? Take all of this out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just I'll punctuate it with this humble brag over. Yeah. Mm. Well then, um, I'm glad that we have two journalists here because this story wins this week's Yellow Kid Award. My voice broke there. I must be hitting puberty. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Uh, This story wins this week's Yellow Kid Award for jaundice journalism. It's a daily news exclusive, of course. (laughs) Jaundice journalism. That's uh, hilarious. I've never heard that before. Thank you. Cop slam victim's son busted for sexually abusing 13-year-old girl. That's the headline. And it's all in the lead. The son of a pregnant woman who was seen on cell phone video getting slammed on her stomach by cops in Sunset Park last year has been arrested for sexually abusing a 13-year-old girl, the Daily News has learned. So the story is about an uh, 18-year-old uh, Joanne Lemos sexually assaulting a 13-year-old girl. Terrible. But the Daily News has found a way to get cops slamming a pregnant woman on her stomach in the lead. That's... And who was who was pregnant? His mom. His, so mom. his mom was pregnant, settled with the police department because they, I think she settled with them because or she sued them because mm. they slammed her. And now this is a new story because her mom was involved. Her son. Yeah, because her son was involved in this. That's a, that's like a stretch. There was some editor sitting in a news meeting being like, we really need a cop slam headline. Yeah. How do we get this? I think Polly just nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, clearly there's no connection between what happened like that and the current story. They have to make it, you know. <laughs> right. The mom probably, they, the mom didn't seem to be there based on the news story. It seemed like two very independent things that happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Do they think that it months and months her apart. son being a monster? Well, yeah, I mean, that would be the implication. But Was it, she pregnant with him? No, no. Yes, and he's grown, <laughs> he's grown up. Why well, now, if they did that, yeah. When he got slammed, he became a child molester. You know, my mom got punched in the stomach when she was pregnant, when she was teaching um, juvie. Uh-huh. Pretty hardcore, huh? Yes, oh. very, very hardcore. Yeah. Punched in the stomach. Mm-hmm. By who? Over yeah, what? Bad kid. What happened to the kid? Um... I don't know. I guess he probably went on to punch other pregnant <laughs> teachers. But my sister turned out fine. So, mm-hmm. you know. She didn't sexually assault anybody? No, she didn't, amazingly <laughs> enough. Yeah. Well, she did. They would have put that punching thing in the lead. <laughs> Daily News. That's the whole idea. Lima's 18 with two friends around uh, 6 p.m. August uh, on October 24th when they asked the girl to join them to smoke marijuana and drink alcohol. The sources said the girl agreed and took a ride with the three men to Bush Terminal Piers Park near 43rd Street and First Avenue. Once there, Lemos groped the teen and forced her to, to perform oral sex. There was a lot of noises in there, but to, to, I sputtered out. Forced her to perform oral sex. The criminal complaint against him says it. Now, I've seen this said in different ways. When somebody goes off with a girl, and so they plied her with marijuana. They lured her to a thing. How old is she? She's 13. 13 he's 18. That's mm-hmm. usually the way they say it. In this case, they just say they asked the girl to join them. The girl agreed. Mm-hmm. Why, do they, why are they so generous? Is it because the mother got slammed by cops when she was pregnant? Why? Well, but they said sources said in the sentence. That's that's a journalism trick right there. Someone told them that directly, and they get to pin it on the sources so they can use stronger language. Well, I mean, no, I mean the the language is weak. It's very weak. Or they can use language that's specific to what the source said, rather than like putting in some some jargony stuff. But it isn't quotes. Just like you know, that, I, you I think it's just that they stated it that way. Yeah, you know but once I mean? you got sources said, you can kind of put whatever you want. In a well, everything was said by somebody. I mean, they don't say anything, right? That's it's journalism. Still, that seems like a journalism trick right there. 
because otherwise they would have had to go with like exactly what's in the police report which i bet probably does have something way more specific like the girl fought back or the girl didn't know where she was going or the girl totally knew that could be in the police report. i, I think it all depends on the slant they want to put yeah, like you can say somebody was lord or you can say that she agreed and came with them you know either they both mean the same thing like to the letter of the you know uh, of what's happening I think it's just an, it depends on the agenda. I think the agenda in this case is to make it seem as if he's not all that bad, uh, you know, but uh, the mother, that's bad. She got slammed. So, you know, like we're not trying to make this kid look like a real fucking criminal. John does journalism. I'm, I'm just thinking about it and I'm, I'm trying to imagine what the intent was. And, and my guess would be that... My guess would be that, uh, I mean, maybe the girl on record, everything she said, you know, it was pretty clear that she did willingly go, you know? I mean... Yeah, but even if you're lured there, you still go there willingly. Um, I mean, lured, I don't know. I, I believe like I believe in luring. A 13-year-old has like a dumb baby brain, you know? So you could lure, you could say, you know, oh, hey, Britney Spears is, is going to be there and she's giving out... You know, Justin Bieber tattoos. That would be a lure. That Where is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. 43rd and Do you want to go there? <laughs> Shit. Let me, I'm just going to turn. The, okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he was charged with second degree com- criminal sexual act, second degree sex, uh, sexual abuse, endangering the welfare of a child and resisting arrest for scuffling with the officers who busted him Tuesday. So he faces up to seven years in prison. I still say they just call it whatever they want. Pat, you are so lurable. <laughs> you mean lovable? Lurable. Lurable. Yeah. It wasn't the teen's first run-in with the police. In September uh, of 2014, he was arrested for having a knife clipped on his belt when his five-months pregnant mother uh, tried to intervene. Now, uh, tried to intervene. They don't say, you know, like, uh, that can mean a lot of things, right? Wait, this mother had the worst pregnancy ever. <laughs> that's, that's not like, was that the same pregnancy? When she was slammed to the ground, belly first by police. The and next day she the was. The cell phone uh, video went viral. She was taking a tour and uh, a meth lab exploded. <laughs> and then she went to Disneyland and she got thrown off the ride. And someone in juvie punched her in the stomach. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever that doesn't woman, kill that baby makes it stronger. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's uh, the, the Civilian Complaint Review Board found the officer who tackled her used excessive force and recommended that he be uh, fined five vacation days. I saw this video. I thought it was all good. You're, you're talking about I saw the, the video. Yeah. It's like oh, she was like the, she was physically involved with them. You know what I mean? Like just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you can grab for somebody's gun. Not that she grabbed wait, wait, for the wait, gun. Wait. Are but... you referring to the South Carolina thing? No. Oh, you saw the video of this? Oh, the South Carolina video where the cop shot the guy? No, I don't know what's happening. No, well, this I never saw this video, but five vacation days is like a very weird punishment for a cop. They they, they have on video the pregnant woman being slammed down. That's what you're yeah, saying? it went viral. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. It wasn't all that bad. Oh, okay. I mean, it was just like, like first of all, you couldn't tell she was pregnant. Second of all, slammed is a strong word. You know. Uh, thirdly, what are you gonna do if somebody attacks a cop? What are you gonna do? They have to do something. They can't just like. Can't they? Why don't cops taser more? You would know that, Polly. Because you don't get hurt when you taser. There's a variety. Well, 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 I think tasering somebody would be worse than like just putting them on their stomach. You know, it's not like you shot her. Not all cops carry tasers too. That's that's a whole like point of contention whether cops do or don't want to carry them and how you secure them and when you pull for that versus when you pull for a gun. 
is the whole idea of when you're a police officer and you use force is that you're only using force when you're in direct danger and therefore you're not going to use like a little bit of force you're going to go kind of all in or none at all so he should have probably used like pain compliance which is when you like you know you use a pressure point to get someone to stop doing something that's usually what you use instead of slamming someone on the ground Mm -hmm. and usually if you do a pressure point then you kind of say this is what i'm doing to you Mm -hmm. which on video will make you look a lot different than if you just like slam someone and they don't know the they're context. never gonna be happy that's it's like for sure. a uh, gynecologist and now i'm gonna <laughs> insert the speculum you're gonna feel a little bit of pressure see now that would be good why don't they do that yeah they give them a checkup I, and speculum, yeah. restrain them at the yeah. same time they put your feet in these stirrups <laughs> you're under arrest carry. i <laughs> yeah when do you pull out the speculum versus when do you use the gun that police I, belt's only so big. I don't know. I, I have um, a serious thing, which is that they should teach in the academy what they teach doctors, which is there's now these you know fake patients, patient, uh, patient-physician communication, mm-hmm. where the doctors practice with fake patients, and uh, that's so that they get a lot less malpractice lawsuits because a doctor could totally you know sentence you to death by misdiagnosis but if you're fucking smiling and complimenting the woman on her dress you're not going to get sued you know i mean so much of it is in the perception yeah and i mean i feel like if if officers did do that a lot more because that's exactly what the patient the physicians are taught is okay now you're gonna you know the speculum thing Mm -hmm. so you lost me but i think you're right yeah Uh, also i'm wondering do, do, do cops ever um just use like negging as a way of calming a woman down just like talking at her well just like like psychological you know <laughs> manipulation okay hey, oh were you a model no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah exactly <Like> that. <laughs> uh, that. i think you i saw you on tv right no wait no wait no 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 not with those ears like that <laughs> yeah exactly like, hey big nose just like that Man, that might be more effective. effective. That might be the nagging. most effective of all See? of them. I would yeah. be so upset very quickly. I could not fight anyone. Or even like, oh, you say, excuse me, miss. But no, not you, the chubby one. <laughs> yeah, miss. <laughs> or even that pregnant woman, you know, uh, just being like, whoa, third trimester, huh? She'd be like, no, first. Ah, and then she'd just, you know, you could restrain her. Yeah. You think she'd do like, you think that would make her, that would calm her down, make her more pliable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sure. That's what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first they'd have to speak English. You know, if you caught the broadcast broadcast over on anthonycumia.com, you've already heard the latest on Ming Dong Chen, the Chinese immigrant who slaughtered his cousin's entire family with a meat cleaver sentenced in Brooklyn Supreme court, Ming Dong Chen, 27. He, uh, he pleaded, a pleaded guilty to three counts of second degree murder two counts of first degree manslaughter two touchdowns and a pick uh <laughs> chen killed his cousin's 37 year old wife lee and her kids nine five seven and one those are their names uh, i don't want to labor through all those chinese names they actually have american names except for the the mother how do you pronounce that do you really uh, do you really think that uh, this guy should go away forever just for slaughtering his cousin's family? Either one of you. 
I'm gonna go with yes, and I think it's the the baby that he murdered that kind of put me over the edge. That's really what could, the other four people. I don't oh. know, but it was that one year because the one year old really didn't do anything. Like it's not even a thing yet. It's like a big football. I don't That's, know. A one year old has given me attitude. And I think I could be <laughs> acquitted. That would be the first one. Yeah. That yeah. I could see killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just like if if. If a one-year-old mouths off, I think, you know, you could just plead <laughs> insanity and then get uh, acquitted. So what order did he kill them? And that's what I'm interested about. Because usually if they're like a really big psychological torture, then they'll kill the kids in a row and make the mother watch. But if they're just like trying to get through their murders, they'll just do it kind of whoever's closest. Get through their murders. You know. Just you get a phone call. What's going office? on, man? <laughs> just trying to get through my murders, man. Yeah. I think he... <laughs> think it was wife the, the wife first i oh, believe so he was just he had to get a day just that's what i'm doing right now check it off the to-do list it wasn't mm -hmm. that's not that's somehow not as evil to me yeah he wasn't trying to make her feel terrible before like look i've killed your whole family and everything i think he was just angry she had tried to kick him out because they you know they had a, they had tried to put him in a mahjong spot and he didn't like that just a few days ago my cousin took me to flushing to stay there it's a mahjong spot. That's what he told the cops, according to court papers. He said, I don't like staying there. It's too loud. So I argued and took a knife to them. You don't want to go to a mahjong spot. Mahjong if it's is responsible for so many deaths in this city. Mm -hmm. People don't talk about it. Yeah. And he just used the one meat cleaver. That must have been like the sharpest, most impressive. What butcher store did he get that at? Well, you know, in Japan, the foot can split wood, but you can't kill a whole family with it. That's <laughs> right, the Ginsu Cleaver. You might remember those commercials. News yeah. or Mandy Snapchat. Oh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Okay. But she wouldn't. She's young. I'm but young. You, you're old. No. Young. Old as fuck. Young. <laughs> you're the best, Mandy. Thanks, Pat. Well, uh, he'd been staying in the family's home for a week before the murders. He'd been there for a week. I guess how it's, you know, relatives and fish after three days. <laughs> They start to murder. Wow, you are hilarious. Lee, the wife, had tried to kick him out. Chen was an illegal alien and been facing deportation. His application for asylum was denied. His murder spree erupted when Lee yelled at Chen for slapping one of her children. So whoever tattled on Uncle Ming Dong probably felt like such an asshole. Wait, is he going to be in an American prison? So he's going to go through our entire court system. And then do you know how like, expensive prisoners are? Mm. He yeah. Does he get to stay or is he going to be deported? He and then be deported. And then tried elsewhere. I'm just, this is a cost issue to me I'm going to start a viral deport Ming Dong <laughs> campaign. I think he won't be deported until after he serves his sentence here. But that's for Which is like so, 125 years. Right. So the hashtag <laughs> is um, Coney2012 and deport Ming Dong. Yeah, let's see. We have a quote here from uh, Vincent Del Judas. Uh, he was a. Did I tell you what Vincent Del Judas? He sentenced him to 125 years, and uh, you know, he, he he obviously he was disgusted. You know how judges they get so disgusted over these kinds of things. You know what I mean? There was a guy I think in Florida or Louisiana who got sentenced to 900 years in prison for child porn. Which, like, if you're going to get sentenced to 900 years, it better be for child porn. But 900 years is a little. It's a little excessive. I think you Not could just really. say. I mean, like, look at the Scientologists. If you're part of Sea Org, you have to sign a contract for a billion for years. Yeah, that's true. So 900, that's, that's a fucking walk in the park. Scientologists, I bet, have much harsher punishment. Said yeah. Justice Del Judas. Said Justice Del Judas. What do you do with a person who murdered children? It's the earnest hope of the court that you'd never again. 
are allowed to be free and spend the rest of your life in a cage. Foghorn Leghorn. That's not Foghorn Leghorn. That's Vincent <laughs> Del Ju- Justice Del Judah speaks that way. Yeah. A Long Island woman was arrested after she allegedly called in a, a bomb threat at the Gansafort Hotel for the sole purpose of getting cops to help her search for her missing purse. It's hilarious. That yes. woman's a genius. What kind of purse? <laughs> <laughs> a purse with over $2,000 in it for auto repairs. Oh, uh, for auto repairs that she took to a club? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm just checking. That was gonna that's some, that's auto some repair. fine, very pure auto repairs. <laughs> I wonder if it's yeah. an imported car. Dip, or... dip your finger in the in the auto repairs. Yes, it's pure. Don't stop until you're numb. Police say she called 911 twice in a row, but she didn't mention the purse either time. First, she said she was involved in some sort of family dispute. Then she said that she thought a bomb might explode in the hotel. When the cops first arrived, she allegedly admitted to making the false calls, but she figured police would get there quicker if they thought there was a bomb scare. And they actually took her stolen bag report immediately, the news writes. Uh, she told police that she that, that she put down her $130 free, pe- $130 free people bag is what kind of bag it is. Is that That's not that much for a bag, right? I mean, that's an okay bag. It's not a, It's not like a $10 street bag, but that's not a bomb threat bag. No, I don't it's not. Think. Bomb threat bag is like Hermes. Yeah, that's like yeah. a Birkin is a bomb threat yeah. bag. She left it unattended and realized it was gone. <laughs> and then she, promptly arre- she was promptly arrested for reckless endangerment and issued a desk appearance ticket. Her mother told the news her daughter is a, quote, good girl who, quote, made a poor judgment a very poor judgment, adding, I don't think she realized what she did. You know, Long Island women are uh, real bitches. You know what I mean? They just really think that the world exists to, to please them. I don't know if you know this about them. They, well, I think what you're not understanding is that the world exists to please them. Oh, does it? Yeah. Well, then. Have you ever dated a Long Island woman? No. The world I mean, exists? oh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the world exists to please them. That's I've, I've like worked in Long Island before, and they just the like. 600 Jewish rules. Here's what they'll say. That's not funny. They're one of they're those kind of people. You're performing a comedy. That. That's not funny. Like get a laugh. Like that's not funny. <laughs> it's they have to make it clear. As though right. they're like the ultimate authority on humor in the entire it, room. Yes. yes. It's only their opinion. Yes. Yeah. Horrible I, people. But I like that mom quote. That's one of my favorite things is when someone does something stupid and you find their parents and you have to get like a mom or dad quote because mm-hmm. the only option is them just being like. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> I know they're they're <laughs> shitty, and there's usually like a very long off the record conversation where they're like, "How can I say something that's not gonna make me sound like I hate my kid in print?" And then you kind of talk them through it. But then there's also the you know uh, mass murderers who you know you reach the parent and it's like, "Yeah, it doesn't surprise me." Right, and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing as a parent?" Well, yeah, he did always uh, want to like take those cats' uh, bodies apart one yeah. by one, piece by piece, and. Yeah, yeah, it's so hard. He always loved to torture thing. little things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But this one, no, that's she, they, they never want to blame it on them, you know. So well, what do you I mean, do? I think that's um, a pretty sound legal argument. She was a good girl. You know <laughs> she, what I mean? That's, you, you, you go the good girl defense. I don't think she realized what she did. Yeah, I, I think she just knows that 
you know, you make choices until you get what you need. Mm-hmm. And that's the way <laughs> you to quote, live life. Make choices, yes. Yeah. She didn't even like go for a middle ground. She went from I'm kind of in an argument to bomb threat. Like well, do you want to try one thing? I would have between? liked to know where she went le- next. She would have been like, There's two planes that have crashed into the hotel and I also can't find my purse. My purse is in there. <laughs> A seven-year-old Brooklyn girl has been declared brain dead after choking on her public school lunch. Boy, those lunches are bad. They are. I can see why she would choke on it. And her family blamed staffers for not responding fast enough. Uh, Noella uh, Echevarria's family. I'm butchering names. They've already suffered enough. At least you're not butchering families. Am I right, Polly? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It continues to keep her on life support at NYU Lagon. Oh, Langon. (laughs) Well, we could do this story later, I guess. You can get her Center. for your taxidermy collection there, Polly. <laughs> I don't want to ca- You got to go baby or adult man. <laughs> so two options for taxiderming humans. What sort of position would you put an adult man in if you taxidermied him? A mansplaining position, like standing there, like looking stern with his hands crossed, like as though he desperately for the rest of eternity wants to explain something but can't. Oh, you know what you're boy. doing? You're taxidermsplaining. I am. I'm yeah. taxidermsplaining. Think I about was thinking, it. how about this? Playing <laughs> tennis with a full erection. <laughs> That's just cruel to the taxidermist. <laughs> the first grader choked on a sandwich. Last Wednesday at PS 250 in Williamsburg, her parents suspect she may have tried to finish too quickly. And she, Whoa. As she had complained, she complained about being rushed by teachers in the past. That's they try to make me eat my sandwich too fast. I like to chew my like food just, slow. It sounds like she just. Brain, uh, this is the choked kid talking, by the way. She brain dead it on purpose to get revenge. Like I'll show you. You know what I mean? Yes, it's a brain. It's a suicide of the brain. Yeah. But does, does no one in that whole place know the Heimlich maneuver at all? Well, they you know it. Didn't yeah, respond they make enough. you learn that. I took a babysitting course in high school. I, still, I could probably save a seven-year-old. Okay, quick. Like Eighty percent chance. To choke on Pat. <laughs> Go get a Cheerio. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about. Anyway, moving on. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that'd be fun. Uh, she was already turning blue, and that takes a while. Said the medic, Quasi Reed, who works with the uh, assist ambulance in Brooklyn. The uh, EMT who happened to be dri- he happened to be driving by, uh, transporting a nursing home patient. He was hailed down by a school worker, and that's how they got the just hailed down an ambulance that was passing by. What happened to the person from the nursing home? Did he just leave them inside in the ambulance to go save a little girl? Yeah. I don't know how. I, I mean, I, I appreciate his effort, but I don't think that's quite right. Well, transporting her, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't. I don't think that there was a big rush. That's true. Well, what they, if they she were got like confused in, and um, went and... Got yeah, out of the thing and started walking around. Like raped a school kid or something. <laughs> yeah, another kid could get hurt. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, uh, fortunately that didn't happen. Reed said that the young girl had been choking for at least five minutes before he got there. Added no one in the building seemed to be helping her. People were screaming, but no one was doing anything. She's been a real cunt, huh? Everybody hated her, I guess, so... And turning blue that's that's like a really specific detail i don't know how i feel about that and what was his name quasi ha- whoa, whoa, wait, 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 yeah. wait. why do you call bullshit on that that's no i don't call bullshit it oh. just makes me sad oh yeah the just whole thing the, is... i just envision like a blue little girl for anyone listening i just want to say the blue little girl is not a cunt <laughs> 
I also envisioned her like really blue, like a blueberry blue. Oh, you're talking like Smurfette. Yeah, that that's. I don't know why. Um, that was immediately my vision was her mm-hmm. just being incredibly blue. Mm-hmm. Reed was later sus- suspended against. Uh, it's, it's against company policy to make a stop without being called. He says it sucks. I'm getting penalized for trying to save someone's life. If they're not getting paid for the job, uh, they don't give a crap about you. She was priority for me. That's what he says. Quasi well, read. I mean, it sounds like he just kind of fucked everything up. She would have had like a peaceful death. And then now she's just this like vegetable. Languishing you know? brain dead in a hospital. Langone yeah. hospital. Has anyone ever come back from brain death, Polly? No, that doesn't happen. You're just, I mean, people, you know, they believe in Jesus and what have you, but that, that no, you're just Are dead. Are you saying you don't believe in Jesus medicine? Um, you know, I just, I don't know if it's the most effective. Jesus medicine. If I ever get sick, I don't take me to the neurology wing or anything. Take me to the Jesus medicine wing. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the Scientologist. No problem. Oh yeah, that works. Yeah. That the works. city law department say, uh, has uh, settled another lawsuit. Uh, 730 craven government attorneys who represent the city, the governor, uh, excuse me, the mayor, other elected officials, uh, as well as the city's major agencies. That's the law department. City law department. Do you, have you ever dealt with them at all on any level? New York City law department? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean for like feature stories. I didn't ever cover cops in New York. They really don't need 730 lawyers. They need one guy with a checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really 732 guys with small checkbooks. Right, right. <laughs> well, they, uh, two, they need two guys to write checks and the other one to convincingly say the settlement was in the best interest of the city. <laughs> hilarious yes the lawsuit it was two feisty brooklyn ladies they went hog wild on cops interfering with the arrest of 22 year old nicholas giapalo a wanted atm thief deborah russo and daughter sunny sotil paid 25 grand in a settlement from the city they say the cops handled them too rough we'll tell that to eric garner now uh, 25 grand is not much that's like the fucking minimum that's what it takes for to, for lawyers to show up the first day right, right. I want to know how they're going to spend it, though. A mom-daughter combo that got that mad together as a team. Mm-hmm. They have a plan for that money I would like to know about. They might get plastic surgery to look like the same bimbo, which happened <laughs> to a British mother and daughter that I saw recently. Oh, I could see that. But that's not them? a lot of plastic surgery. That's like, I don't know, two and a half boob jobs. Oh, and how would you know, Polly? <laughs> Huh? She's had a half boob job. I watch botched. I'm, I know. Botched, yeah. <laughs> watch botched. It was, uh, she was, the guy was hiding in their Basin Mill home as cops wanted him for an ATM robbery in Gravesend, saying the women physically interfered with the arrest. They were taken to, uh, to the ground by officers, slammed onto their bellies, I suppose, handcuffed, and they themselves arrested for disorderly conduct. And that uh, was later dropped. You know, is, uh, these lawyers quick to write a check. I mean, do you really want to prosecute that? Could you imagine getting like a jury for that? For for two women in Brooklyn that are mad at the cops because their boyfriend is shitty. Instead of just being like, my boyfriend is shitty, maybe I should break up with him. Do you want to sit in that courtroom and like deal with them? Ugh, it's just awful. Could you it's... imagine being called in for that jury duty? Like you miss three weeks of work because you're uh-huh. dealing with this and you yeah. can't even complain to anyone about it. Were you talking about the suit or the criminal charges? The whole suit, the whole thing. If this went to court and they had to like deal with a judge had to hear this. Mm. Yeah. They dropped the charges and uh, that's not enough. So they... Uh, they got themselves twenty five grand. It's, it's suing the police. This would be a very good time to sue the cops. Very good time. 
So here's the, here's what I want you to do. I want you to commit a crime, Pat. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to come to your defense. And then I'm going to be roughly handled. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to come. And then I'm just, <laughs> just kidding about that part. And uh, then I'm going to sue. Roughly handled. <laughs> Don't and, you take your hands off me. And then Put I'm them gonna, back. And then I'm going to get $25,000. Oh, sounds good to me. Yeah. We could use that. Yeah, that'd be great. Pay off some credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Here's or something. two and a half boob jobs. I don't know. <laughs> Where can we find uh, you, Polly Mosens? You know, Wait. online, oh. Twitter. <laughs> well, <laughs> in the village. <laughs> yeah, just give your yeah. coordinates uh, at Polly P O L L Y. Yeah, and you the uh, only Polly. And 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 you're writing uh, on Newsweek. That's where it can most of, uh, often be read, right? That's right. And you write independently as well, like freelance. I do. You can find me at uh, Teen Vogue, which I'm sure all of your folks read regularly. Really, I got a lot of <laughs> yeah, a lot of teenage overlap. girls listening. Yes. <laughs> Big overlap. And the New York Observer, which I bet some of your folks do read. New York Observer. Uh, thank you, Polly. And uh, Mandy, well, I mean, you know, uh, we can see you on the show, anthonycumia.com. There we go. And you will be appearing with me there Tuesday live, 7 p.m. Everybody watch uh, on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. live. That's the thing. Uh, the, it's, yeah. just a, it's just a show about crime in New York City, with, and it's funny. And there's other stuff, too, you know, like... Uh, Gavin McInnes, Anthony Cumia show is hilarious. Legion mm. of Skanks Oh, you're talking hilarious. about on anthonycumia.com, oh, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, it's you great pay network. six bucks, and you get, like, the best shows on the internet. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting if you... If I willingly took a roofie and to see what happened. Yeah? Yeah. You mean you want to see if it makes you fuckable, easily pliable? No, 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 no. I just think, um, well, yeah, I guess. I just, I, I just meant. I want to be raped by everyone. No, okay, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, no one has ever done that, and I think it would be interesting to see. No one has ever. Have you ever seen a video of someone roofied where everyone knew? Like, kind of, it'd be like a scientific thing. You know what I mean? I so, think you just go to sleep. Because, like, no one's going to be, you know, fucking with you literally or figuratively. I think you would just, like, slump over and take a long nap. Huh. That's my vision. Oh, so it wouldn't be very interesting. I think you start saying. pointing to your vagina and saying, fuck me. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Because it's just a sedative. It's just, yeah, like, fundamentally, if you don't try to do the whole rape thing, it's just like a, a really big sleeping pill. Oh. The sleep is the greatest aphrodisiac. I think you're going to be like a giant infant because you can't control your body and you just want to go to sleep really badly. That's sort of how I envision it. <laughs> you lose control of your bodily functions and you pass out. Okay, well, I thought it would be well, now it's really a nut. for science, <laughs> but I guess not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be you lying in a puddle of your own shit and piss. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think it would get you a lot of clicks. That's all I'm saying. That is clickbait, if I ever heard it. Well, thanks for uh, coming over to anthonycumia.com and checking that out. Much appreciated. Also, if you want to support the, uh, the podcast, go to patreon.com for about a dollar an episode. And it's about 4 or $5 a month, max, usually four. Yeah, we appreciate your support in any way. Thank you one more time, Polly Mosens. News whore Mandy Stadmiller. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Street Station, Manhattan, Columbus Circle. Well, it's New York City. Halloween. Everyone's weird. Everyone's dressed. 
in, uh, well, I guess what you just call simply costumes. Here with Mandy Snapmiller walking out. We've been on the train at uh, one. We had it. Cool. Now I can nearly, hear you. Yes, nearly, uh, nearly had to beat up a young mother. <laughs> Yeah. Young mother of seven. You can tell I kind of wanted to beat her up too. Well, she had it coming. Her kid kept stomping on my foot and then crashing the baby carriage into me. And I said, could you make him stop? I know he's not trying to, but he's hurting me. And she said, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, you expect better treatment than that from a stranger on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're uh, meeting up with some real-life superheroes. Maybe they could have intervened had they been around. I think they might have been intimidated. Well, now we're walking downtown. On, I guess uh, we are. On, uh, well, we're, we're headed into Columbus Circle. Looking at that big globe. Well, look, look at that. Some anime characters. Yeah, that's what those are. Anybody so, you want to strike Sailor up? Moon. Sailor Moon. Very nice. Uh, and you're a Sailor Moon's cute sister? Sailor Jupiter. Sailor Jupiter. Okay, cool. Very nice. Oh, you guys look great. Planetary theme. Yeah. Yes. How about that? Oof. Those are great costumes. Yeah. Those I'm going to be Sailor Moon next year. They're getting a lot of attention from the male Halloween enthusiasts. Well, you know, they're, yeah. Those Their asses are hanging out. As you said, their costumes are, are really nice. And, uh, they're, um, and they're 12, you know, let's face it, those girls were 12 years they're old. They're appreciating the uh, craftsmanship of the seams, mm -hmm. the handiwork of the lining. Well, it, you can spot it a mile away, that kind of quality. You Even gotta, on Halloween. You gotta pay tribute, you know. Yes. I suppose this is Columbus Circle itself with the, with the fountain. Oh my goodness. There's someone totally lit up. Yes, I see that. With it's it's a ghost, I think. She's Can I ask um what are you guys? You perform? Oh, okay, you're performers. That's a good costume. Oh, they're dressed as performers. <laughs> Performing in the thing. They they were quick to become defensive and and be embarrassed but Yeah, she was really embarrassed. We have to do this. <laughs> Hmm. I believe that's Michael Jackson, king of pop. You thought you saw Travis Bickle yesterday, but it was just a guy who unknowingly was Travis Bickle. Uh, yeah, I thought I saw a, tra a guy dressed as Travis Bickle, but it was just a, a tr just a guy who gave us the creeps. Yeah. Supposedly, there's a diner here, and well, in that diner, some R L S H's, part of the R L. SH movement. Oh, that's what they're called? Yeah. It's, I don't it's a, see a diner. When's the last time you dressed up for Halloween? Ooh. Let me think. I dressed as a sexy witch in 2013. Yeah. Sexy witch. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, what was the sexy witch costume? What did it entail? Just, you know, some short slutty outfit and then a cap. A cap? 
Yeah. A short, slutty outfit and a cap. Yeah, a witch cap or a witch hat. A witch. Hat. <laughs> witch hat. <laughs> a cap that said witch on it. That would be a good, that would be funny. Yeah. And when you say, uh, you know, short, you mean like. Really short. I'll show you a picture. Well, she'll show us a picture yeah. later. That's not for you. Not for podcast eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes, a young man running right there. He ran right by us in yellow pants. What do you think he was dressed as? I think he was just dressed as a young man without a lot of consideration. Yeah, I think he uh, just found out someone was leaving a party. And he likes the girl and he was trying to make it to the party in time. Mm-hmm. She was going to get married. He had to stop it. He wants to stop the wedding. Yeah. He hadn't had the guts to tell her. But in that package, he uh-huh. had like a printout of his bank account status showing that he was a millionaire. Oh, he so hadn't he had the heart to tell her he was a millionaire. Exactly. He's too, he was too shy. <laughs> he was too shy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't be shy about your finances. No, not with women. You want to let them know who you are. Yeah. Be yourself financially. Let them make the decision on their here's, own. Here's how you humble brag it on a first date. You say, it's so annoying, all these people who want to date me for my money. Oh, my God, really? Or, or that sounds awful. Or if you're a woman, you say. I was trying to yes and that into a conversation. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to shit on the yes and. Yeah. Or if you're a woman, you do what? You say, you say I'm so sick of people dating me just because like I'll do anything in bed, you know? Yes, and uh, <laughs> I'm not, not, not one of those. <laughs> oh, Pinkberry. I love Pinkberry. Well, we should stop there soon. The flame. All right. Yeah. The flame. This place. Who wouldn't want to eat here? Yeah, this is a good place. Looks like. It looks like a classic diner. They have cocktails, steaks, chops, seafood, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's the chops. Everybody knows you go there for the chops. <laughs> Walking in. I'll, uh, I'll shut this down. Tempor- oh, yes. Let the veteran out. Here you go, sir. Yes. Happy Halloween. It's an amazing costume. So, like, for all the world, I would have thought that was a weak old man. Hi. Hi. Yeah. some... Uh, People. Yeah, yeah, we're joining. So. We've been recording the whole way. Hey, so. how are you? Hey, yeah, I know, man. We're late. Hey, it's nice to see you. Hey, good to see you, Ray. How are you, man? Hi, I'm Andy. Nice to meet you. Thank Mandy you so Sandler. much. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks very much. How do you do, Pat Dixon? Hey, David, how do you do? Should work. I was hoping you guys would be in costume. <sighs> well, I mean, you should have told me. I would want it. Do you guys have it on you? No. It's back at the hotel, which oh, is right yeah. across the street. Oh, is there a convention happening? No, 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 no. no. So, but you live in a hotel? No, I don't live They're, in a hotel. They don't we live, live here, in Florida. Florida. No, we live in Florida, St. Pete. So, he had the great idea of coming. Can y'all hear us? Yeah, yeah. sorry, we're just uh, okay. making sure none of the wires get crossed. So, Jaguar here had the great idea. Oh, hey man, and I just booked a trip up to New York. We could go hang out with the New York Initiative and so forth. And we could just go hang out at Central Park. Hey, how do you do? We could hang out at Central Park. Okay, yeah, just a Diet Coke, right? Um, can I get a coffee? Two coffees, two waters. Yeah. He's like, do you want to come along? And I'm like, man, what a great idea. Let me talk to Vanessa. Vanessa's like, 
okay, go ahead, but don't catch SARS and don't get in any fights with people who are drug addicts on bad needles. Because she still thinks like New York was part of the 70s today. Well, it's kind of returned under de Blasio, so. <laughs> That's what they say. He's a great guy. No, absolutely. And, and so then great he heart. contacted part of the New York Initiative and said, oh yeah, Dark Guardian's all up for it. And so Jaguar and I and my wife, we all went out and we bought a bunch of uh, care packs and supplies and so forth, and we flew up here. That's awesome. And last night we did an outreach. Did a little, did a little patrol of Harlem, walked around Harlem for several miles, yeah. and uh, took our supplies out, found a group of uh, homeless people and uh, was, yeah yeah, yeah. Gave, Where your, did your supplies involve like uh, some Hennessy and some Chivas Regal no 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 it was actually good stuff no no, no. socks hand sanitizer oh uh, wipes toothbrushes um, toothpaste, of course, to go with the toothbrushes, uh-huh. and uh, feminine napkins for well, you, the ladies that are out there in uh, the world. All right, feminine napkins. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, the last thing you want to do is uh, bloody up your last pair of uh, dungarees there when you're out there being homeless. Of course. And, Dude, how do you live with your stuff? If I was, if I was um, a homeless woman, I think I would just free free bleed it. You know, that's a yeah. movement, free bleeding. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, I guess that's why they were really interested in the wipes and, and the hand wipes and, yeah. and all that. And no, I think that's great. Hand, the, the, hand, the hand sanitizer, too. And uh, the socks. I mean, we also gave out a lot, a lot of socks. Yeah, when yeah that's wonderful. When you're using a so, dog turd as a pillow, you know, so, you want to... So, <laughs> how do you live with yourself? I don't know. So, so you you guys are just... You're do-gooders in capes. Basically, yes. Do-gooders in costumes. Yes. Capes are really yeah, out. The unless you Does fly... Does capes sound... Kind of. No, a little condescending. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're, look, no, no, you're, no, no. you're looking for the headline. No, not at all. Like we Master Legend. Yeah, we don't literally wear capes. Some of us do, but unless you fly, I mean, it's it's more for aerodynamic purposes than anything. So what do you have on again? Hoodies? What'd you say? Yeah, yeah. Costumes. We, no, yeah. what did you say? Ski I'm, masks. Ski masks with with costumes. skull and crossbones on. Yeah. No, do you have a picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see it. From last night. Yeah, but you didn't really have much. Well, I mean, I was going to bring it to tonight, but I felt kind of weird, you know, walking across the street in just a mask. But then again, it is Halloween. Well, I mean, if there's ever a night to do it, you know, Halloween, this this. Could you show the one with you in the mask? Maybe you could. Yes. That's him last night with Dark Guardian, and he's out of Staten Island. Wow. Oh, yeah. From the Forgotten Borough, Dark Guardian. Uh, oh, can we get, uh, what, what were you saying? Oh, yes, sir. Did you call him uh, uh, what, what, what were you just saying again? <laughs> Dark Guardian in the red bulletproof vest. He lives in Staten Island. And you go by Jaguar? Yes. And what's your... I got multiple personalities. Okay. So I had a feeling. Multiple personalities. <laughs> I got multiple well, what's your what's your superhero name? Well, I got two. Uh, I got two XL, which means I have twice the power of any regular superhero. Twice mm. power. Hence two X. Yeah, and, and also it also it could have a double meaning. Shirt size. It yeah. Mean, oh also, no. Two yeah. X. <laughs> Not that I've gained any weight since when was the last time I saw you? Oh, like probably 2010, eight, eight, something like that. Somewhere around there. Last time you were in Tampa at uh, Side Splitters. You, well, you look like you've been training to do this very thing. No, I've been training to eat. Uh. <laughs> and I, we can get into my diet issues later on. But well, 2XL 20... now, that could also mean like 2XL, right? You're that's, trying to... that's what I tell people. Oh, but yeah. Since this is a, a comedy shtick thing here, I figure I'd get to the real reason behind it. Uh. And so on Sundays, I... Okay, so I live in Florida and I live on the bay in St. Petersburg. So on Sunday, I jump on my jet ski and I go pick up the trash that floats around. So I call myself the Mariner. And it's the Mariner.org. 
Oh, cool. you're, you, the Mariner.org is your website. Yeah, well, it's just a redirect to a Facebook page. Mm. That's great, though. Yeah. So. You must feel really happy because whenever I do service or nice things, my day is always so much better. But then I never remember to do it. Instead, I just do self-interested things all day long. See, See, I used translation to, that one time in 2012, I helped somebody. Yeah. Do you want to hear about it? <laughs> you yeah. helped someone. I held a door for someone in oh, 2012. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. she. Yeah. Who knows? Thank you. Yeah. Still recalling that warm feel? feeling. I was just. You know, still kind of writing on that. Did so. you regret it afterwards? <laughs> no. It I didn't mean, inspire her to get into a costume mode or anything. No. You could have been the door girl. Yeah, I have a feeling I would get not not that I'm you know whatever, but I have a feeling that I would get hit on if I was wearing a probably. You know what I mean? That probably happens to you guys all the time. Oh, oh approached and hit on. We went to the Family Dollar. <laughs> Yes, tell me about the family dollar. You are so, you are story so that microphone well. scared and camera shy. Well, so, for him, it's not about the kudos and the, exactly, and the kissing exactly. the babies and stuff. It's so, about the good he does. So there's one night where we're, we're going to, he and I are going to do like a major outreach. And, and this is the Mariner talking, 2XL. 2XL Mariner, and this is Jaguar. So we're, we're about to head out, and we go to the family dollar down in the ghetto. Well, okay. I don't live in the ghetto. I live like right next to it. So we walk in, so and we're we, like in all I, I, know, I just want to say, that's probably why you're trying to contain the ghetto so much. You're right next to the ghetto. You're like, we need to clean this shit up. That's right. Can I don't I be, have to go far to help people. <laughs> it's convenient. Can I be the voice of obnoxious political correctness and say, I don't think you're supposed to say ghetto anymore? Oh, yeah. What are you supposed when to say? I worked, I, what do you call I, a neighborhood with a family dollar in and out? What, yeah. <laughs> Upscale. Um, lower income neighborhood. Okay, so you're in a lower income neighborhood in a family dollar. So I'm next to a neighborhood with big 22 inch wheels and cars that should not be allowed to drive. Okay, got the picture. So we go to the family dollar and we're looking for um, nutritional bars. And the oh nutritional bars and the girl we asked her was like, do you know where the nutritional bars are? And she looks at it and goes, what are y'all mill strippers? Y'all gonna take it off for me? And I was like, I love you. <laughs> I'm glad you feel this way about me. So that was just our little uh, that was our strippercade strippercade adventure that night. Well, that was your opportunity right there. I mean, uh, that was like pretty much the go ahead. No, can't do it. Were you no. interested in her? We missed, missed our trip. No, like, no, I'm, I'm married now. Oh, but okay. I, I mean, just at that time that it happened, I was like, wow, somebody besides my wife actually thinks I'm attractive in this outfit. Oh, that's great. How does Mrs. 2XL feel about your, uh, the, you know, going out and, and fighting? Uh, I, I would say, are you, are you a crime fighter? What would you say? Okay, so we go out hopefully to stop someone committing a crime. You know, so we can really like duke it out. But mm-hmm. the main reason is just to go hand out, you know, to the less fortunate and give them a little hope and aspire. And sometimes we'll hand out numbers of where they can go to get help, mm-hmm. you know, psychological help, um, job training, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been assaulted? Okay, so the last time Jaguar and I went out, we thought that there was going to be an altercation with a guy. He was talking to a lady, but he could barely stand. But I was ready to deploy <laughs> the weapon. Homeless guy, homeless guy trying to get no, bad. We've never been as but, but when I do things with the Guardians... Close, but yes, we've, we've seen 
uh, altercations that look like they were about to happen. We've we've never been assaulted. We've never been Good. directly physically. And you obviously wouldn't strike the first blow. That would be against your code, of course, right? Of course. No, there's no. Do you have any kind of a protective weapon or even mace? Or? I've I've taken martial arts now yeah. for almost four years, so I always carry sticks or batons with me. And his hands are registered as lethal weapons. No, no, they're actually not. They're Do you know how to kill a man with a single <laughs> touch, like an Israeli soldier? They're okay. He's there's working a, on that. One. There is no Israeli single touch, and if you're talking about the kiss of the dragon, that was yeah. the movie. No, but right now, I mean, if Pat would let me, I could just literally break his trachea. And no, don't please. No, no, I said no, no, he it's would cool. let Go me. ahead, go ahead. No, 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 for the show. Out of your that would comic do so, misery. That would, that would do so well on Periscope. You are so dedicated. You, so? you are yeah. so dedicated. Now you're now you're interested. Your Ooh, Periscope. But as when I go out with the, with the guardian angels, though, it's a different story. People want to bow up to me and, and all that but it hasn't happened what, I've never heard that expression bow up yes okay, bow up shoulder up you know, you chest know up yeah it's a very oh, commonly used a phrase guy expression no yeah, it's, it's, it's a worldwide known thing anywhere English is spoken it's bow up like will when, be said when women boob up to each other you know no it's a guy thing it's right. a okay. guy it's a, it's a guy thing. that's cool okay well so, as at the Guardian Angels, yeah, it's almost happened to me twice. And you mean the, the angels w- want to fight you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> the bad really people not. that we try to throw out of the no, park that are doing... You need to explain that. Yeah. So, I'm... I also go out part time with the Guardian Angels, the St. Oh, Pete chapter. Not in, but you're wearing your... The red beret are, and the shirt. How long have the angels been down there? They've been in St. I don't know how long they've been in St. Pete, but they've been in existence up in New York here since the no, 70s. Well, yeah, I, thought, I know they I originated here. Yeah, they've been like, in Florida um, for a few years. For some reason, I thought it was like uh, Black, Black Panthers, Panthers are bad guys, except but yeah, good guys. The Black Panthers actually dissolved in the 90s after their political party failed, but in the early 70s, it was like, you know. Okay. Yeah. Guardians yeah. is totally different. And that was when they became two live Panthers. They reformed. <laughs> 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 you are killing. Mm-hmm. With, with I remember those days. Or, yeah. uh, I give up. You know, I can't do the comedy. <laughs> so you were. So when you go out with with guardian angels, people tend to want to like start some shit in that situation. Oh yeah. They they mouth off. Like go get alive. You know, leave us alone. And I'm like thinking to myself, I got two cars, two motorcycles, a jet ski, and a five bedroom home. And you have a can of beer. Yeah, yeah I'll take my life over. I, I think I'm gonna do better than you tonight. Your list of possessions is impressive. Do you do you have that written down, or is it just by memory? No, I always recall these things by memory. Okay, I was just yeah. They're all paid for it too. Okay, that's so. good. Can, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Were you always into comic books? Ever since about the age of seven, yeah. Okay, and who were some of your favorite comic book heroes? Oh, at the time, I mean, I was, so, he's a Marvel guy, I'm more DC. Oh, cool. So, right now my big love is Batman, but back then it was more of the Legion of Superheroes, because it was an amalgamation of just a whole group of people, including Superboy, that got together and just intergalactically, you know, saved other worlds and planets. Kind of like Star Trek, but with good and evil. Mm-hmm. And credits and all that. Uh, some of the other things I read was, oh, <laughs> Captain Carrot and the Zoo Crew, which was a spoof on the Justice League. There was also uh, the first edition of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I owned, which is great. And then I had a bunch of DC and Marvel crossovers. I really liked X-Men, Spider-Man, obviously. I really got into the Secret Wars and grew the Wanderer. Wow. Oh, yeah, Gru. I remember Gru. What about the one where there's um, the comedian and it's the kind of dark one? Oh, the Watchman. <laughs> the Watchman? Yeah. yeah. The Watchman. Not familiar. Warshack. Awesome. Look up look up the real-life Warshack mask. I got two of those, and that thing is awesome. Okay, yeah. I bought it, and then I never read it because I'm a poser. Uh, so, truly. So yeah. when you were like uh, when you were a kid, did you ever think, you know what, maybe someday I could be, uh, you know, 
fighting crime and, and, and hand, handing out uh, tampons oh, yeah. to homeless ladies. <laughs> we, we, all, we all thought that as a kid, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Well, we all thought it was like, we could finally meet a girl. <laughs> Wait, did you meet did you meet your wife through this? No, I met my wife at Walgreens. She was the night manager. That is so sweet. That's nice. You don't hear people meeting people in real life anymore. That's great. When you uh, so how about you? What what were who were some of your? uh, This is a a jaguar talking. uh, Sure, uh, sure. jaguar. Growing up, I was like he said, uh, a big Marvel Comics fan, and uh, so Fantastic um, Four. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man, Daredevil, Captain America. Uh, I kind of always liked the a little, just a little bit more realistic characters, the less far-fetched characters. Right. Yeah, I always lean toward those too. Uh, you mean as opposed to like Silver Surfer, who's yeah. like otherworldly? Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of liked his powers. Um, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Galactus is the eater of worlds, and he would send Galactus uh, yeah, out to sure, go sure. find new worlds to eat. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's like a scout, like a food scout. That's right. Awesome. Looking for That's intergalactic right. crumbs. Absolutely. Uh, for this man to eat. So uh, you were, and you were into comic books your whole childhood. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I still have my comic book collection from my childhood, which is about like three. I think I have about three thousand comics. Oh, and we just saw uh, three thousand comics. Yeah, this is a picture of. Uh, oh no, she's obviously also into. Uh, no, she's not really. She's not. He just talked looks, her into wearing she looks that. Great. She's wearing a Green Lantern, uh, a skin tight Green Lantern, uh, wow suit. Yeah, he somehow talked her into wearing that. Well, she's lovely. She's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. she's a knockout. Yeah. Uh, what's her name, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Two XL? I call her the Green V. The green V. <laughs> she has more going no. for her than her V, you know. No. Yeah. Just to it's speak on, just on behalf of all Vs. It's not for that. It's Do you not. want food? Her name's uh, Vanessa. Yeah, I would take food. Yeah. Okay, let's get a couple of menus. Why don't we? Okay. okay. The Jersey fries are good. You want you want to share the chopped steak plate with the potatoes and vegetables? You know, share that and have that and yeah. then like some dessert and the whole thing. Okay, yeah. great. I'll handle it. What a nice guy. Boy. So. Yes. He's um uh, a menu man. That's, That's right. His superhero. Yes. He can order for Ordering two. Ordering for two. Off yes. of any menu. That's right. Look at this. Now this guy knows. Hey, how are you? Uh, I'm gonna have the chopstick plate, uh, like a medium well, uh, with onions and uh, mashed potatoes. Put it on those. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. Oh well, I don't know about that, but. Uh, <laughs> Some baked potato, mashed potato, French fries. Uh, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Is it carrot, corn? A uh, corn. Soup or salad? A salad. A Russian dressing. Got it. That'll work. And uh, we're going to split that. And also, uh, oh, sorry about that. And also a piece of the uh, coconut custard pie. Uh, give me one second. All right. Or okay, great. Just that I think most of the, says Raymond will attest, that when we're that into comic books as kids that we always think that this is an option. Yeah, mm-hmm. we always look at it as an option. So all of our lives we're looking for that that avenue that we can follow and then then when you see the online community and people actually wearing costumes and and basically going out and you know doing good deeds basically so and when you say you always see it as an option, you mean you always see becoming a superhero sure, as an option? Sure, sure. So like not, not like I, superpowers, but that's that's kind of more why I like the more realistic characters because mm-hmm. you know we really don't believe obviously that we have or are ever going to have superpowers. So mm-hmm. we just think we can do it 
in costume, do the best we can. We train for it. We train, you know, fight train and so on, just in case we do run into. But we we just feel like we're basically like a Neighborhood Watch on steroids, combined well, you with. You guys are on steroids. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh. But it's like as George, a, as George a Zimmerman meets <laughs> as a movement. Really? Yes, oh. and really? then throw in the okay. George Zimmerman with nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then, See now, imagine that would have been a much happier story, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. Wow. Yes, it would. God, so I does agree this with mean that there. I can someday still be a Barbie? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how realistic that. Me. Yeah, I don't know how realistic that goal shoes? is. Yeah. Where's the Sorry. pink dress? Where's the pink VW bug? <laughs> someday yeah, you'll, have, you'll have your dream home someday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Paz obviously can, you know. Get on with it. I think that I wanted to be a ventriloquist, you know. Maybe I can always, if that, I always felt that was an option eventually if nothing else worked out. I, I think that's realistic. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, why not? But getting back to the, the whole <laughs> superpowers thing, there was one time I was reading an article oh. about, you know, it's like, you know, what would you do to get superpowers? Like, would you swallow a gnat and become gnat boy? Or how cool would it be if you could just drink a glass of sour milk by accident? Boom, you got super strength. That's sour milk boy. Sour yeah, yeah. You know, or the or the super strength of sour milk. So you have an origin story as well? Yeah, mine's actually a little bit more. Are we ready for the tearjerker? Okay. Yeah, yeah, please. So, I mean, obviously my whole life I've always wanted to do something better. So I was having a bad day at work, and I was working downtown St. Pete, and I always gone to the hot dog vendor on the corner, you know, and, and buy a hot dog every now and then. And that day I decided to go down and get a Diet Coke and a hot dog. And as he's making a hot dog, a homeless gentleman comes up to me, and, and he asked me if I would buy him a hot dog. And I was in such a bad mood. I said, no, leave me alone. And I walked back up to my desk. Yeah. And I Reasonable. didn't think anything of it. And I went back home that night. And then, like, a couple months later, I heard an article on NPR. And somebody said, there is no worse pain than hunger. No one should ever have to go to sleep hungry. There is not a greater pain. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I literally, you know, I kind of like, like, wow, that was the awakening. So then, once a week when I got paid, I would go down to the hot dog guy and I'd give him 20 bucks to, you know, hand out hot dogs to the guys that would come along. And then I'd start hitting up my office workers for money and it'd be between 20 and 40 bucks a week that I would give him to help feed the homeless. Because he would do it anyway out of his own pocket. Wow. But you can only do so much. Uh-huh. And so that was like a little way for me to, you know, make amends to what I, when I was a dick that day. Oh, that's right, you're not on real radio, so I can say those kind of words. Say anything you like. <laughs> and so the first guy, did we're, he we are fake. We're fake journalists covering fake superheroes. No, okay. I don't know what happened to that guy. Okay. But I'm pretty sure, you know, he got a hot dog That would have been poignant. That would have been like, no. He got, he got so hungry, he broke into a home, murdered three people, <laughs> and ate all the hot dogs in the house. <laughs> and, the, and, and the steak him. <laughs> he cooked it up in the microwave. And the guilt. So then I started taking martial arts, and I... Well, I've been taking martial arts, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I just need to go out and go whoop some ass. to some, you know, people that do bad things and, and so forth. And that's when I saw the superhero documentary, and I saw that Master Legend was in Orlando, and that Superhero was in Clearwater. 
and so we're his name with, is Superhero. Yeah, Superhero is ex wrestler. Very original. Very original. That was actually his wrestling name. So then I looked up Superhero and I found out that there was this group called Team Justice, and Jagra was a member of Team Justice, and that's how I got hooked up and started learning about the real life superhero. Movie. So you've been doing this a little Jaguar. You're a little bit longer into this than than Two XL here. Just maybe by a year. By a year. Yeah. Um, and uh, and what year was that? Did you start this? No, probably three years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say three years ago. Has your life changed in any way since you started? Um... No, not really. No. I, I mean, I do feel good about the things we do. How? I do. Yeah. And how often do you costume up? Oh, that varies a lot. It hasn't been less as much lately. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> less it lately? We yeah, less lately. Now I've, I'm currently I'm currently living in Orlando, so um, we don't get together as often and. Uh, yeah, we, we at least get out once a month, uh, more when we can. Though. And you don't go out alone? Not usually. Uh, it just depends on, you know, what we're doing, too. If we're going out specifically for, like, a homeless outreach, mm-hmm. um, I'll go out and do that by myself sometimes. But we now, typically will go out as just, a team. Just, and just to play devil's advocate, now you're, you're doing the good deeds and everything. You're handing out food and, and undeniably, you know, charitable services and, and, and acts that, that could... Uh, hey, you know, who knows? Could change a life, could preserve the safety of a neighborhood. Exactly. Um, why the costumes, though? Just just because, for one thing, because it's fun, because we enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we think, we always say this, but if, if it brings a little more attention to it, then. I think it brings a lot of joy great. to people. But it does. I mean, we people just enjoy love it. People love seeing people in costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do events, too. We'll do, we've done several charity events, and obviously we do those in costume. And we do those more in costume than we do when we go out. So last night was more our street type stuff. When we do events, we try to look as superhero-y as possible. So uh, you you gave out this stuff, and, and how long did this, were you on a mission last night? We were out for about two, two and a half hours. We, we uh-huh. really walked for about two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we covered a pretty good area. Not hard to find some homeless people. So Yes, you rendezvoused with another, with uh, yes, no, New Dark, York's Dark Guardian. Dark Guardian, yes. Guardian, yes. And he's pretty active. He's out all the time. Is he really? At least how, weekly. How do you feel about um, all the homeless people with the pet pit bulls? Mm-hmm. I once bought dog food for someone who came up to me at um, Petco, who was a homeless person. I thought that was a pretty good puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, not that it was necessarily a hustle, but it's what are you gonna do? Say no joke. Yeah. You wanna, should we take ourselves a break here and eat this food? Let's eat it, yeah. Okay. No, 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 it's serious. 